Good evening, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is the NBA Daily Recap. You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at recap underscore NBA. This podcast is part of the Pulse Podcast Network, which, by the way, we are proud to announce that TickSplits is the official ticket provider of the Pulse Podcast Network. TickSplits is fast-growing, no service fees, lightning-fast searches, every ticket, every venue, everywhere. If you don't believe me, ask this guy. Have you been searching for the best ticket deals around? Well, look no further. With TickFlix, the price you see is the price you pay. And TickFlix just happens to have over $6 billion in ticket inventory just waiting for you. They absolutely mean it when they say every ticket, every venue, everywhere. And you can save even more with promo code PULSE in all caps to save you 5% off your total purchase. Just go to TickFlix.com and click the search bar. Search events based on your geographic location. Pick the show you want, and bam, it's showtime. Sporting events, Broadway shows, concerts, and more with TickFlix.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the email newsletter so you can stay up to date on the latest news and savings with TickFlix. That's TickFlix.com. T-I-X-D-L-I-T-Z.com. Every ticket, every venue, everywhere. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. We're going to cover the games from Thursday night. We're also going to cover all the games from Friday night. And we'll take a preview of the 12-game slate that is on for Saturday. Uh, all right, first game that uh, from when we came back after the All-Star break on Thursday was Miami at Philadelphia. Philadelphia is without Joel Embiid for one week. And they had Boban step into the starting lineup. When Boban went to the bench late in the first quarter, Philly was up 23-13, and Boban had 11 points and 7 rebounds. By halftime, Philly was up 7, Boban had 16-8, and eight, and was 6-6 six six from the field. Miami won the third quarter by 9 to make things interesting. With 99, uh, Miami up 99-98 on a D-Wade runner, Boban was fouled and made both free throws to put Philly back in front. Wade followed with a missed jumper. And J.J. Redick responded with a made three to grow the lead to four with a minute to left. After a missed three from Kelly Olynyk, Boban made another free throw to put Philly up five, and that helped seal the game. Philly took this one 106-102. D. Wade received a highlight video from Philadelphia, uh, from the Philadelphia franchise that included a tribute from Allen Iverson. And after the game, uh, Dwayne Wade swapped jerseys with Ben Simmons. Oops, shit. All right, here we go. D-Wade finished this one with 19 points, 6 assists, and 4 boards. A steal and a block. Uh, Dion Waiters had 18 and 5 with 3 steals. Kelly Olenek had 15 and 6. And Josh Richardson had 13 with 5 assists. From the Philly side of the game, Boban finished with 19 and 12. Tobias Harris had 11. Oh, sorry, 23 and 11. Ben Simmons had 21, 7, and 4. And Jimmy Butler had 18, 6, and 6. Next game we're going to look at was the Phoenix Suns in Cleveland to play the Cavaliers. Uh, the Cavs were behind 72-71 late in the third quarter before going on a 12-0 run. Uh, they put up 34 points in the fourth quarter and led by as many as 17. Not a close one. Cleveland took this 111-98, handing Phoenix their 16th straight loss, a franchise record. For the Cavs, Ante Zizic had 15-12. Chetty Osman had 19-5-5. Kevin Love had 16 and 11, and he played 22 minutes, getting his number uh, minutes up a little bit. For the Phoenix side of the game, Kelly Oubre Jr. stepped into the starting lineup. He had 23 points. Uh, he also had three steals and two blocks. Devin Booker had 30 and seven assists. 
And DeAndre Ayton had 13 points with 9 rebounds. Next game was the Portland Trailblazers at Brooklyn to play the Nets. Portland won this one in the third quarter, scoring the Nets by 14 in that frame. And they were led by their new center duo of Yusuf Nurkic and Ennis Cantor. Portland took this one 113-99. Cantor, uh, I mean, Nurkic had 27 points, 12 rebounds, and 3 blocks. Cantor had 18 points and 9 rebounds off the bench. CJ had 21, 6, and 5. Dame had 13, 8, and 8. And Al Farouk Aminu had 11 and 10. For the net side of the game, D'Angelo Russell had 14 points, 8 assists, and 4 boards. Jared Allen had 12 and 11. Uh, and Ed Davis had 15 and 10. Next one we're going to look at the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, this was a close game. Um, probably don't need a spoiler alert. I don't know if anybody's going to go back two days to watch a game, but this one was a close one. Chris Middleton hit what ended up being uh, the decisive shot, a three ball. Kyrie Irving had a chance at the buzzer, but he only managed an awkward shot with Eric Bledsoe draped all over him. Milwaukee took this one 97, or sorry, 98 to 97. Giannis finished with 30 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks, and a steal. Chris Middleton had 15 points, 13 rebounds. Malcolm Brogdon had 15, 6, and 4. Brooke Lopez had 10 and 8. For the Celtics, Al Horford had 21 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks. Big Al. Kyrie Irving, 22 points, 5 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. Jason Tatum had 17 and 10. Jalen Brown had 15 and 5. And Marcus Morris, 11 and 6. Next game was the Houston Rockets in L.A. to play the Lakers. And uh, L.A. trailed most of this game. Um, they were down 19 midway, th midway through the third quarter. Uh, but they went on a 17-4 run over a six-minute span in the fourth quarter and led by as many as eight in the final minute. Uh, the Lakers did end up winning this one 111-106. James Harden surpassed 30 points yet again and passed Wilt Chamberlain's second longest streak of 30-point-plus games of all time. The Rockets weren't especially pleased with the officiating in this one, particularly with one Scott Foster. The Rockets are 0-7 in games refed by Scott Foster. Harden finished this one with 30 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists. Chris Paul had 23 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. Um, Kenneth Fareed had 13-6. and six. He, he went to the bench and uh, played uh, just under 18 minutes. Clint Capella came back and took his role in the starting lineup. He had 12-11. and 11, And Eric Gordon had 14 points. For the Lakers, LeBron had 29, 11, and 6 with a steal and a block. Brandon Ingram had 27 and 13. Kyle Kuzma had 18, 6, and 5. JaVale had 11 and 6. And Reggie Bullock, 14 and 5. Last game from Thursday night, the Golden State Warriors hosted the Sacramento Kings. And KD kept the fire going after winning the All-Star Game MVP. He recorded 5 blocks in the first half alone. And all 5 of them were on rookie Marvin Bagley. Sacramento was down 6 with 25 seconds left in the game when they traded a Golden State 2-pointer for back-to-back 3s -back from Buddy Heald. So uh, now they're down by... Uh, quick math. <laughs> they were down 6, 2 threes and a 2. So yeah, they were down by 2. Uh, after Andre missed 2 free throws, the Kings had a chance, but Buddy Heald threw up an air ball at the buzzer. Golden State took this one 125-123, and they have beaten Sacramento all 4 times that they've played this year. KD finished with 28 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, and tied a career-high 7 blocks. Steph Curry had 36 points, 6 boards, 7 assists with 2 steals. Boogie Cousins had 17 and 10. Klay Thompson had 
18, 5, and 4, and Draymond Green had 12, 6, and 8. 8 assists, that is. For the Kings side of the game, uh, Marvin Bagley, despite getting rejected five straight times, I mean, it wasn't five straight times, but five times by KD, he finished with 28 and 14. De'Aaron Fox had 18 points with eight, uh, eight assists. Buddy Heald had 19 points with seven rebounds. Bogdan had 14 and six assists. And Willie Cauley-Stein had 10 and five with three steals. All right, that, those were the games from Thursday night. Um, apologies if you were expecting a podcast uh, on time, <laughs> but here we are. All right, we'll get into the games from Friday. And the first one was the Wizards were at Charlotte to play the Hornets. James Borrego, the coach of the Hornets, switched up his starting lineup, moving Jeremy Lamb to the bench and bringing in Miles Bridges at the three and sliding Nick Batum down to the shooting guard. And everything was gravy for at least one night. Uh, Washington kept this one close until late into the fourth quarter on the back of Bradley Beal, who had a monster night. But Charlotte took this one 123-110. Speaking of Bradley Beal, 46 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists. Bobby Portis had 12-12 with 4 steals. Jeff Green had 16 points. Sadoransky had 15-4-3. And, and Trevor Ariza had 10-5-3. For the Charlotte side of the game, Kemba Walker had 27, 11 assists, and 5 rebounds. Nick Batum had 20 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Jeremy Lamb, 16-6 with 4 steals. Cody Zeller had 11-9 with 3 blocks. Miles Bridges, 14-6 with 3 steals. And Marvin Williams, 13-9. Beal played 40, almost 42 minutes in this one on the first night of a back-to-back. Just something to keep uh, in mind for tonight. The next game we're going to look at... The Raptors hosted the San Antonio Spurs, and we're going to throw out the close game alert for this one. If you remember uh, back when these teams played earlier in the season, um, DeMar DeRozan's first, team, first game against his former team, Kawhi Leonard's first game against the Spurs in San Antonio, DeMar DeRozan posted a triple-double, and it was a big-time win. Uh, the Spurs blasted him, if you, remember, if you recall. But uh, this one wasn't quite the same. Raptors Nation embraced DeRozan with much love uh, from the time he jogged onto the court to his pregame intro to his uh, first quarter video tribute. The Raptors showed uh, nothing but love. But he probably got a reminder as to why they traded him. Because they got the fun guy himself. With 15 seconds to go, Lowry and Leonard pressured DeRozan near midcourt and Kawhi ripped the ball away and took it down to the other end for the dunk that would end up putting Toronto ahead for good. The Raptors took this one 120-117. And the Raptors are 17-6 versus the Western Conference this year. The fun guy himself, Kawhi Leonard, finished with 25 points and 6 rebounds. He also had 2 steals and a block. Pascal Siakam had 22 points with 6, six assists. Serge Ibaka had 13 points and 15 rebounds. Kyle Lowry, 17 points and 5 assists. Danny Green, 17 points. And Jeremy Lin had 11 off the bench. For the Spurs, DeRozan had 23 points, 8 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals and a block. Rudy Gay had 12 and 10. Marco Bellinelli had 21 and 6 rebounds off the bench. Patty Mills had 15. And Davis Bertans had 16 points. Next one we're going to look at a bit of a blowout. The Pacers hosted the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Indiana was actually down uh, by double digits in this one and ended up uh, winning by double digits. They rallied in the third quarter after being down 13 at halftime. And newly acquired Wes Matthews proved his worth, scoring 15 during the rally. The Pels went from a 71-point first, uh, first half to only scoring 40 points in the second half. 
Indiana took this one 126-111. DeMontis Sabonis had 18 points and 13 rebounds. Thad Young had 16 points with 7 rebounds and 4 steals and a block. Tyreek Evans had 17 points off the bench with 3 and 3, 2 and 2. 3 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Darren Collison had 10 points and 12 assists. Boyan Bogdanovich had 20 points. And Wesley Matthews had 24 points. Kyle O'Quinn actually got some burn in this one. He played 20 minutes. Who was out? Oh, Miles Turner was out for this one. Yeah, O'Quinn, 20 minutes, 8 points, 10 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 steals. One of my low-key favorite guys. Shoutouts to Kyle O'Quinn, the cock monster. From the New Orleans side of the game, um, they were limiting the minutes of Anthony Davis in this one and also Drew Holiday. So that's something to watch for uh, going forward. Obviously, like I don't think they even want to play Davis right now, but the league has told them that they have to. So they're just going to cut his minutes down. Davis played under 20 in this one. He had 15 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. And as for Drew, he nothing wrong with Drew, but uh, they don't probably don't, just don't want to win. You know, It's probably better for them to uh, lose. So he played um, 24 minutes. He had 14 points, 7 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Check Diallo, 16 points and 18 rebounds. Another low-key fantasy nightmare guy. Uh, Diallo, put, like Kyle O'Quinn, you give him a chance and he'll put up the numbers. Um, Alfred Payton had 15 points in this one. Julius Randle also had 15, and Etwan Moore had 12. Next one we're going to look at the Chicago Bulls and the Orlando Magic. And this was in Orlando, and we're going to throw out the close game alert. The Magic didn't pound them like they had been doing to everyone before the All-Star break. And, uh, so, as for this game, free throw shooting was actually the story of this one. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting one. Um, with 34 seconds left, 87% free throw shooter DJ Augustine went to the stripe and uncharacteristically missed both free throws. Later on, with a, uh, one and a half seconds left, the game was tied at 109. Aaron Gordon fouled Lowry Markkinen on a three-point attempt. Markkinen missed the first, and it was the Bulls' first missed free throw of the entire game. He then made the next two to give Chicago the win. 111-109. Orlando cools off after going into the All-Star break just scorching hot. Markinen finished with 25 points, 11 rebounds. Zach Levine had 22 points, 6 assists with 4 rebounds and 2 steals. Robin Lopez had 18 and 6 with 3 blocks. And Otto Porter, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists. For the Magic side of the game... Vucevic, 19 points, 13 assists, 7, uh, sorry, 19 points, 13 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Monster line from Vooch coming off his first All-Star appearance. Aaron Gordon, 17, 5, and 4 with 3 blocks. Evan Fournier, 22 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. Augustine missed those 2 free throws, but he finished with 14, 5, and 5. Terrence Ross, 15, and 7 rebounds off the bench. And rookie Isaiah Briscoe had 10 points off the bench as well. Next one we're going to look at, also a close game, Detroit it was in Atlanta to play the Hawks. Um, <laughs> Trey Young had the highlight of the night. You've you got to go watch this one, because words just will not explain how great this highlight is. <clears throat> he used an around-the-back fake, that uh, much like the one he did in the, in the rookie-sophomore game. It wasn't like the Rondo fake around the back, it was like a fake, but he just dribbled it, kept dribbling it, you know? But he sent Bruce Brown into spin mode like he spun him right into another planet it was one of the nastiest fakes that you're gonna see this season the first time i watched it it faked me out go check this one out 
In the third quarter, Blake Griffin received his second technical and was ejected to the amazement of most everyone there. Uh, so with Blake out, Coach Case had to call out some new numbers. And with the game tied and 16 seconds left, Detroit got a corner three from newly acquired Thon McCurr. Vince Carter and Trey Young both had chances to tie it, but they missed. Detroit took this one 125-122 as they continue to push for the playoffs. Andre Drummond had 26 points, 21 rebounds, 5 steals, and a block. Jeebus. Reggie Jackson had 32 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. Bruce Brown had 12 points. Uh, Blake Griffin had 15 before he was ejected. And Ish Smith had 10. For the Hawks, Trey Young had 30 points, 10 assists. Dwayne Dedman had 14 and 12, 3 blocks and a steal. John Collins had 19 and 6. Kent Bazemore, 12 and 7. And DeAndre Bembry, 10 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. And the 42-year-old Vince Carter, 16 points off the bench in 16 minutes. Next game we're going to look at... Minnesota was in New York to play the Knicks. And Carl uh, Anthony Towns missed this game. It was the first game of his entire NBA career that he hasn't played in. And it was because he was involved in a car accident in Minnesota. Um, he isn't known to be in any serious harm. And he was able to fly to New York, but after some testing, uh, he was placed in the concussion protocol, which uh, he will be in until until he's prepared to come out. Taj Gibson actually drove by the accident in Minnesota uh, and saw it, but he didn't know that Cat was involved at the time. Um, but uh, he got the start in this one for uh, four towns. And uh, when you play in the Knicks, you don't always necessarily need your best player. Taz stepped in and did just fine, and shit, a ball boy probably would have too. Minnesota took this one, 115-104. Tosh had 19 and 10, 3 assists, 2 steals. Wiggins came back, he missed the last couple before the All-Star break. He had 17 and 6, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Derrick Rose, 20 points and 3 steals. Jeff Teague had 12 points and 11 assists. Dario Sharge had 13 and 7. And Anthony Tolliver had 16 points off the bench. For the lowly Knicks, DeAndre Jordan... And his karma, <laughs> I find it funny that the Mavericks traded him to the Knicks, of all teams. After all the shit they went through, Jordan finished with 16 points and 19 rebounds. He also had two blocks. Emmanuel Moutier had 15 and 6 with three steals and a block. Damian Dotson had 20 points. Kevin Knox had 18 and 7. And Alonzo Trier also had 20 points. Next game we're going to look at, the LA Clippers were at Memphis. And the Clips took off early in this one. They led by double digits after one quarter. Memphis made their rally in the third to make this a watchable game. But the Grizzlies got to uh, within four with under 20 seconds left when Avery Bradley stole the ball from his former team. But Joakim Noah was unable to handle the pass on the fast break and there went all watchability. And there went the Grizz as well. The Clippers took this one, 112-106. Gallinari fueled the... Uh, Late fire for the Clippers. He had 23 and 8, three steals and a block. Montrez Harrell finished with 30 points. Lou Williams, 18 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. And Pat Beverly, 7 points, 9 rebounds. And he led the team in rebounds yet again. Six foot one, Patrick Beverly. He also had two blocks in this one, as well as two steals. Go ahead, Pat Bev. Alright, uh, from the Memphis side of the game, Mike Conley had 25 points, 10 assists, two blocks and a steal. Joakim Noah had 22 and 11 with two blocks and a steal. Ivan Rabb had 15 and 9. And Avery Bradley had 17 points against one of his former teams. 
The Grizzlies also got Chandler Parsons back for this one. It's not big news. Uh, he did play 19 and a half minutes. He only scored three points. And it's his first game since uh, what, the third game of the season, I believe. They also were without uh, Valanchunas for this one. And Kyle Anderson still out. And rookie Jaron Jackson Jr. Um, not totally sure what's going on with him, but uh, he's got uh, some kind of a deep uh, bone bruise. And he aggravated it, re-aggravated it in practice. Um, the Grizzlies are going to take it slow with him. Uh, they just put an indefinite tag on him, so it's hard to say how long he'll be out for. Next one is Denver at Dallas. And this was one of those games that was won or lost in the third quarter, depending on your perspective. Um, Dallas took the first quarter by five, and then Denver the second by six. But Denver pulled away, outscoring Dallas by 16 in the third, and cruised to a victory. 114-104. There was no leukomania in this one for Dallas. Uh, he has some ankle soreness he was sitting out with. For the Nuggets, uh, Paul Millsap had 17 points, 13 rebounds, 3 steals and a block. Nikola Jokic, 19 points, 13 rebounds, 8 assists. Jamal Murray had 12, 5, and 4, 3 steals and a block. Mason Plumley had 12 points, 13 rebounds. Will Barton had 10, 4, and 4. Malik Beasley had 13. And Isaiah Thomas, 16 points in just under 16 minutes. From the Dallas side of the game, Jalen Brunson got the start. 22 points, 5 assists, a block and a steal. Dorian Finney-Smith, 13 and 9. Dwight Powell had 20 and 6. Tim Hardaway Jr. had 13. And Trey Burke had 11. The last game of Friday night was definitely the best game of Friday night. I cannot put enough of an alert on this one. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. This was a great game. I was lucky enough to tune in with uh, just like a, a couple of minutes left in regulation. And uh, the, the, I was in for a treat. And, and if you go back and watch this one, you will be too. Utah was at OKC to play the Thunder. And let's just fast forward to late in the game. Near the end of regulation, Jeremy Grant completed a three-point play to tie the game and then blocked Donovan Mitchell on the other end. And OKC, the OKC faithful were treated, treated to some free basketball. Russell Westbrook fouled out in overtime. Um, that ended his NBA record triple-double streak at 11 games, the most of all time. Uh, later on in, in that first overtime, Abdel Nadir connected on a late three for OKC that put them up by two, but Gobert was able to tip in a miss on the other end to tie the game. And then after a couple of misses uh, on each end, the game went into a second overtime. In the second overtime, Gobert hit two free throws with just over a minute left, and that put Utah up one. After they missed the next couple of shots, it became pretty clear that this was going to be the last quarter, um, as it was a one-point game. With 13 seconds left, Paul George let the clock wind down before he started to make his move. He had both Joe Ingles and Donovan Mitchell playing up on him, and he baited him into trying to stop his shot. And uh, he, he split through them, almost as if like they didn't realize. They thought the clock was going to expire, but he knew there was still about two seconds left. And he split through the defense, and he was basically wide open. He put up a floater over Rudy Gobert, and that found its way down through the hoop and gave OKC the one-point lead with 0.8 seconds left. Utah had a chance, and they got Kyle Korver a half-decent look from the corner, but that bounced out. OKC took this one 148-147 in two overtimes. Just a monster scoring game. Russell Westbrook finished with 43 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists, 2 steals, and a block. 
Paul George finished with 45 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, and a steal. 88 points from those two guys. Insane. Steven Adams had 16 and 10. He also had 5 steals and a block. Jeremy Grant finished with 18 and 4 boards. He also had 3 blocks and 2 steals. And Terrence Ferguson had 12. And Dennis Schroeder had 9 points with 7 assists. For the Utah side, Gobert finished with 26 and 6, 3 steals, uh, three blocks and a steal, rather. Donovan Mitchell had 38 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Derek Favors, 24 points, 11 rebounds. Jay Crowder, 20 points, 8 rebounds. Joe Ingles, 15 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists. And Ricky Rubio, 14 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, and 3 steals. And that'll cap off the games for Saturday. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is 8-Bit Ray from the Gorilla Brain Podcast, part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Did you know that you could be using this spot to advertise your company or business? Well, I've done the research, and PodcastInsights.com report that podcast listeners are loyal, affluent, and mostly college-educated, but most importantly, are five times more likely to interact with the ad they hear on their favorite podcast than an ad from any other medium. If you would like to advertise your company or brand with our network, it's simple. All you have to do is send an email to marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com. I'll say it one more time marketing at pulsepodcastnetwork.com and we hope to hear from you soon all right let's see have a good look here at the 12 game slate that is on for saturday just a monster night of nba games the matinee game is the portland trailblazers at philadelphia philadelphia is favored by two and a half with a 229 and a half over under Evan Turner is already out, and the Sixers will continue to be without Joel Embiid. Next game is the Indiana Pacers at Washington. Washington is favored by one, with a 221.5 over-under. Miles Turner is questionable for this one, as he missed the, the game last night. Next one is the Lakers at New Orleans. Etwan uh, Moore is out for New Orleans. Um, Anthony Davis is questionable as they're on a back-to-back. Darius Miller is questionable as well. And for the Lakers, Mike Muscala is questionable. There's no total or over-under yet for this game. The Phoenix Suns are at Atlanta. The Hawks are favored by 2.5. And and the over-under is 232.5. So it's going to be a high-scoring affair most likely, but uh, two two pretty shitty teams. TJ Warren is still out with ankle soreness and... Miles Plumley is also out for Atlanta. Kevin Huerta is doubtful with a left ankle sprain. Next one is the Brooklyn Nets at Charlotte. Charlotte's favored by two and a half with a two twenty-seven and a half over under. This is potential to be a pretty decent game. Two teams that are uh, trying to rally for a, a late playoff spot in the East. Two and a half over under, uh, two and a half spread is close. So yeah, I, I would expect a pretty decent game out of this one. And probably this next one as well, even though these two teams aren't going anywhere. Uh, Memphis is in Cleveland to play the Cavs. The Cavs are favored by two, which is disgusting. And a 204 over-under is also disgusting. Jonas Valanciunas is questionable. He missed the last Memphis game for personal reasons. And the Cavs will continue to be with Tristan Thompson. Be without Tristan Thompson. Yeah. The Pistons are at Miami. The Heat are favored by 3.5 with 207 over-under. Close game, not really high scoring. Uh, James Johnson is doubtful. He uh, hurt himself in the last one. 
and Goran Dragic is questionable. He was uh, at one time expected to play in Miami's last game uh, before they decided before the game to hold him out. So it's up in the air whether or not we'll see him. And because of that, no, there is an over under. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Um, next one is Boston at Chicago. Celtics are favored by ten and a half with a two twenty one over under. Should be a good old fashioned beatdown. Aaron Baines is out for Boston. Chandler Hutchinson is out for the Bulls. And Gordon Hayward is probable after he set the last one out with some right ankle soreness. Next one is Sacramento at OKC. OKC is currently favored by 6 with a 239.5 over under. Um, that's something to keep an eye on because OKC went to two overtimes last night. They're going to be ex probably t quite tired. And Sacramento pushes the ball. Uh, 239.5 over under is huge. So they're expecting a high scoring affair. But I don't know what if, if OKC can, can keep up to that after the game they played last night. Might be, might be one to look at. Uh, next one is Minnesota at Milwaukee. And there's no, no spread or total for this game yet. Um, Carl Towns is out. Uh, he's in the concussion protocol, as, as I said earlier. Um, they're still without Robert Covington in Minnesota. Gorgie Dang is questionable for personal reasons. And uh, for the uh, Bucks side of the game, Brogdon is probable. He's been dealing with uh, some plantar fasciitis. And Giannis is probable as well, dealing with a little bit of right knee soreness. Next one is Houston at Golden State. And James Harden is actually questionable for this one. Um, he's been questionable for some other games this year, and he's played in all of them. So um, we'll have to just wait and see. But um, they have a spread in total. And the Warriors are favored by 9.5. So maybe Harden doesn't play in this one. We will just have to wait and see. Um, Sean Livingston is also questionable for the Warriors. Iman Shumpert is out for Houston. Uh, and the over-under is set at 233. Pretty decent. Uh, you could expect for these two teams high scoring. And the last game of this massive 12-game slate. Two teams that are both on back-to-backs. The Dallas Mavericks at the Utah Jazz. Uh, Utah is favored by 10.5. And I would put this one in the books. Um, Utah's definitely going to be tired coming off of that uh, two-overtime game in OKC last night. They weren't even at home. But Dallas uh, is also in the back-to-back -back and in Utah, and that's usually a recipe for disaster. The over-under is set at 215.5. Pretty fair. Luka Doncic is questionable, as Luka Mania set the last one out with a sore right ankle. So we'll just have to wait and see. All right, guys, this was a gigantic podcast for today, and I'm going to have to guess that tomorrow's podcast is probably going to be pretty lengthy as well with 12 friggin' games on. But uh, we'll just have to wait and see what tomorrow brings. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Shout-outs to the Pulse Podcast Network, and have a great day.